Oh, is it okay if I take pictures while we podcast and yeah, stuff sure. like that? Okay. I would like not have no. No? You're not allowed to say no, Scott. You have to. Yeah, you're 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 on You content. have to take pictures. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. If life was a cocktail, we would be the weenies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's a great one, Jeff. Right. Thank you, everyone, to listening to us. You can find all of our old episodes at GritCityPodcast.com. If you didn't know about that, well, you can also find our Patreon, patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast. Yeah. Also, a link to um, some of the more fun things as well, including our Discord channel. Yep. Uh, so you can uh, chat with us live um, as you are listening to us live or, uh, you know, come in afterwards and uh, uh, check out all of the weird stuff that we post uh you know, when we're not actually podcasting, a good way to get a hold of us with all of that. Plus, I mean, we even have some really strange things in the uh, in on gridcitypodcast.com. No, we like, have the store. Uh, you go get your stuff. The your store gear. where you can get the cool like hoodies or t-shirts. And I was even thinking like our clown. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of interesting things that we've uh, got uh, for you there at gridcitypodcast.com. Now today I'm really excited because this is his third time here. Dean Benninghoven with uh, the the great Tacoma hypnotist, I would like to say on this. <laughs> and a, a, a great man who um, uh, you got to go back and listen to those ones because there's so much more than just the hypnosis. You've talked about your um, the, the the nickel carvings and right. just like all the stuff that you've done uh, just in just the Northwest. Um, but you are back because Summit Hypnosis Northwest is your business where you do. Let's give a short little recap of uh, of what what you do do with a hypnosis. Okay. Well, uh, Summit Hypnosis is my business. It's just down the street in a theater district. Uh, and what I do there is principally work with people who have had trauma, uh, PTSD, so early childhood trauma or other traumatic events in their lives. So I work with firemen, uh, police officers, veterans, um, as well as a number of people who have other kinds of trauma, either early childhood or, or other. Um, and I have probably 95% of the people that I see are referrals from doctors or therapists, um, counselors, people like that. So for much of that type of work, uh, you want to have a therapist that's a part of what we do together. And then the therapist or doctor and I work kind of hand in hand. Mm -hmm. um, hypnosis is where you can resolve the really big things where you can uh, get some different perspective on trauma and things like that and really heal. And then um, you can go back and process everything else with the therapist. And a lot of the times it's going to be unlocking things that, um, Obviously, I don't uh, I have probably the correct terminology, but it's just like the stuff that's been repressed that you don't 
even necessarily um, remember or like that you have blocked out. So you're not, you can't even access that to process it because it's just literally just not there for you. It's in that blind spot. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. I had a client and uh, he had experienced some sexual abuse growing up. So when he came to see me, his therapist recommended he come see me. Um, and he was certain that that was where all the problems started. And we began to do our work together. And in hypnosis, I asked him about this feeling that he has about himself. And where did that come from? And surprisingly to him, uh, he didn't go to that period of time when he experienced that particular trauma. He went back to when he was four or five years old and his dad was screaming at him. And oh, wow. so it was really that that started the feeling. And then everything else only solidified that hey, I should really feel like crap all the time. Wow. That so makes sense. Just being able to find out about that, then you can go and be able to a process by yourself with that or even with your therapist as well, because now suddenly this has unlocked another key that can help you go through that with uh, with another professional. Right. And there's also a part of that is the perspective. When people have difficulties or have anxieties in their lives, um, it began somewhere. We're not born anxious. Mm -hmm. We learn it from an anxious parent or we have experiences where we don't feel safe and secure. So naturally that makes us anxious. Um, I'm saying this as a person who's been hospitalized more than once when I was much younger with panic attacks. Wow, so okay, yeah. um, I kind of know where, uh, where I'm coming from with that. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, that, uh, that perspective of seeing yourself as that young person, oftentimes, um, or if it's the case of somebody who experienced something as an adult, just a person trying to survive a horrible experience. Um, there's, a different perspective that you get on your own life and your own life experiences uh, to see yourself at lots of people who experience trauma. When they think back on who they were, then they often don't give themselves the credit of being a child. They try and wow, bring yeah. all of their adult emotions and ability to rationalize and reason things out. And they put that on the child when in fact that was nothing like, what the real experience was, but it does make it feel easier as an adult to think of yourself as this tough kid or this kid who could handle yeah. it, et cetera, et cetera. So um, everything I do is informed by my own experiences with trauma and abuse as a young person. And then ultimately culminating in that car accident that uh, broke my neck. And that's what got me into hypnosis and yeah. so that was all 20 years ago gosh yeah so it's been 20 years you've uh, experienced that journey and uh you are now in tacoma mm. uh how long have you been down here in tacoma now because it was three it was a little, little over three years now yeah you had just gotten the office i think when yep. you came on with yep. us the first time exactly yeah exactly. so okay once a year i come yeah. on here yeah, that, yeah. That, that works out. it's a good it's a good <laughs> annual tradition i love it because like um, we're bringing more into it and uh people can find it at summithypnosisnw.com very easy to find it um and it's down here on st helens avenue so uh if you uh, are interested you can check out info at summithypnosisnw.com or give a call just go to the website you've got the facebook all the uh, social it's media all people can it. find you on yes. all of that 
And uh, every year, um, as we've been coming around and talking, um, there's a, a little bit more involved with it. Uh, I've had my wife on because uh, she wanted to ask you some questions about that. It was a really kind of a fun time with that. And this time you've brought a couple of people along with you. And uh, it seems like you've got a couple of new members who are a part of uh, some hypnosis. Yes, I'm really delighted. Uh, each of them bring their own unique life experience, skill set, knowledge, uh, and um, particular areas of interest to the summit. And uh, they're just great people. So I'm, I'm excited for everyone else to get to experience them, to meet them, and to get their perspective. Well, welcome to the Grit City Podcast. We've got Kelly and Jasmine with us. And very, very stoked to uh, hear about your guys' journeys, about what has happened and what brought you to this point. Um, again, you can find out more about them again, also at summithypnosisnw.com. The profiles are out there, but, uh, Kelly, let's start with you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, I, how did you, how did you first, um, discover hypnosis through what, um, what got you to that point? Well, um, I was interested in hypnosis. I actually heard about it on another podcast that oh, I was really? listening to. Like, I don't even remember which one it was, but it was over a year ago. Okay. And, um, it really intrigued me. And at the time I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and kind of felt like I was in a bad place. And I thought I need to try something different. And I really thought maybe hypnosis could help me. And I looked up locally here in Pierce County where there was a nearby place to go to. And I found Dean and, I really liked his website and his story and I booked an appointment with him and uh, I felt like it changed me already, even just with the first consultation. Um, I felt so calm afterwards, so at peace. And I'm like, I got it. I got to try this. And I actually thought growing up, I could never be hypnotized. So it was really weird that I thought to actually try it, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. That's one of the things, even Dean, you talk about it's um, just, if someone's like, Oh, I can never be hypnotized. That's not really kind of the mindset you want to be going into it. That's right. I had a person come to my office and the first thing he did was sit down in my chair and fold his arms and say, you're never going to hypnotize me. And I thought, then why are you paying to be here? Right? <laughs> it's not a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, so hypnosis is a willing state. You must be willing um, people think that it's something that the hypnotist puts on them or does to them. Yeah. That is the opposite of what's correct. We can all do hypnosis on ourselves. Um, you go in and out of a hypnotic state roughly every hour and a half to two hours. When you catch yourself kind of spaced out, that's hypnosis. If you're driving your car and you get where you're going <laughs> and you realize, oh, I was kind of spaced out, that's hypnosis. Those are very, very light uh, forms of hypnosis. And it's a spectrum everywhere from those very light places of hypnosis all the way to where you can do things like surgery on people with only hypnosis and no other anesthetic. So somewhere on that spectrum, what we want our clients to do is learn self-hypnosis. We teach everybody who comes to see us how to do self-hypnosis and they can decide if they want to use that in their life or not. Um, but uh, it is our own ability to be calm when we would have felt anxious, uh, to be brave when we would have been afraid, um, whatever it is that you yeah. need it to be to help you resolve and, and I'm just, be the best version of yourself. I'm just even thinking about like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, my own anxiety mm -hmm. and how I've learned to deal with that. And it's 
putting a you know a certain mask over myself sort of thing you know and it's like trying to figure out which way and like oh this is how i need to be able to act and i know how to act and i'll just put that face on sort of thing when it comes to that and it seems that it you know i'm gonna have to talk with you because you know maybe getting in a little bit more hypnosis to get into that sort of thing and i know my my wife has literally gone and had an appointment with you she and, did. She did. And has actually even experienced you in other mediums, which we'll right. talk about because she did the uh, the float tank thing. Right. Um and she's loved it too. And mm-hmm. it's just the 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 approach, the way you go about it mm-hmm. and nothing but good things. And I mean I trust her the most. So it's like out of all of this, I'm like, this is why I keep having you back in because <laughs> oh, okay. it's it, it's one where you we know we know that there are results, mm-hmm. and I just think it's a fantastic way to also kind of just be able to approach something in in a, a, a different way. Right, right. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and results are what I want for all my clients, of course. Um, and I've been really touched if you take the time and go look at the reviews on the website. Mm-hmm. People don't just write a sentence or two. They're pretty involved and they talk extensively about where they were when they started and where they um, were when they left. And that means a lot to me. You know, not everybody who does hypnosis is willing to leave a review <laughs> because they don't always want people to know they did hypnosis. And that's oh, one yeah, of the things that we... Too. Yeah, there's a stigma with that. Yeah, we sort of struggle against that as hypnotists because pop culture... We oh, talked about absolutely. this, I think, before yeah. that, you know, you stir a teacup and somebody goes into a deep hole in the ground or whatever. I forget the name of that movie now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Get yeah. out. Get I think out. it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. If, yeah. I could, if I could hypnotize people by stirring a cup of tea, I would walk around with a cup of tea all the time. Right. You know, sorry, officer. Uh, let me stir a cup of tea. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't speeding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's but it's, it's not like that. Um, it's not somebody giving up their power to me. I have no power over them. And really, that's the thing about this that makes it a significant um, and powerful thing in people's lives is that it's not me, it's you. Mm-hmm. I like to say, I'm your coach, I'm your guide, I'm your cheerleader. It's up to you if you picture me in the outfit. But, uh, <laughs> but I guide you to the places where you can make change. It's up to you if you take that last step or not. I can't make you do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kelly, um, like going from the first time, mm-hmm. how did you go from, you know, just that, that journey of, oh, this is something that I really identify with and that I accept into now I want to help other people as well. Cause that's, that's an incredible journey for a year. Yes. Yes. So, um, again, I just noticed a huge difference in my anxiety and just being able to feel like I'm in control again. And Mm -hmm. that's really what I want to help clients with is helping them feel like they can control their thoughts because you are in control of your thoughts. So you are not your thoughts. And, um, just working with Dean and everything, I just saw so many quick changes in my life. Like hypnosis works really quickly and efficiently versus like regular therapy, which I've done before. And Mm -hmm. I don't totally promote doing both. Even they're really complimentary to regular therapy. Like Dean has said, you know, a lot of his clients come that way. Absolutely. Yeah. But I just noticed how quickly I was able to shift, like just my confidence, like just lower my anxiety. And I realized I really want to do this to help people, you know, change their lives. And I actually have an undergrad degree in psychology and I always wanted to do probably 
probably something with therapy. Oh, wow. But, okay. um, wow. you know, getting a master's costs a lot of money and yes. a lot of time. Yes. And Dean was like, you could do a really good job helping people with hypnosis. So that really opened my eyes. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. So that's amazing. That's again, awesome. And this all started with hypnosis. Like <laughs> I made all these huge life changes in the last year that I didn't think I would have the confidence to do. That's fantastic. So, and it's just like, and again, like you even saying, it's going unconcurrent with other ther- like other forms of yeah. therapy as well. It's like, it's not a replacement. It's, no. it's an addition. It's, it's like, complimentary. It's the Voltron of it all. I mean, you look at it and it's like, no, you work better if you mm-hmm. do something um, through a whole lens. Mm-hmm. And it was like, even just with uh, um, dealing with like stuff like acupuncture and then. Uh, my wife had some issues, and it was later a little bit of acupuncture, a little bit of PT as well, and mm-hmm. working to make it a better thing. You find all of the things to make it mm-hmm. uh, a whole aspect of like healing. Yes. And what's great about hypnosis is that it actually rewires the brain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those old thoughts that you thought you identified with as a child, you know, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, it helps you rewire your brain. So, like, you can be in that more positive mindset to make those changes. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. Uh, we've got the third guest here as well, as we've got Jasmine. And so, so how are you doing, Jasmine? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing really, really good. So, um, how, how was your journey uh, to um, come with, uh, to meet with Dean and now suddenly be with uh, with the uh, the group it was amazing and surprising um i came to dean actually looking for my own health i was i had a lot of health issues going on mm-hmm. um over a year ago i was on a feeding tube um oh, wow. and i was probably 40 pounds under lower than i am of weight right now oh, oh and wow, okay. um doctors were just kind of like that's how you're gonna live um they they didn't have answers or a fix to fix that for me Um, and so I did the, like you said, acupuncture, I tried, I went and tried that Mm -hmm. and I was just looking for other alternative medicines and helps for myself. And I stumbled upon Dean, actually my mom, my mom's a great um, researcher. And I said, (laughs) find the best one mom. And, um, she came up with him. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It made that happen. And it was, uh, how was that first experience for you, um, doing, uh, the hypnosis? Well, I was nervous. It was new to me, right? I didn't mm-hmm. know what to expect. And I didn't know what I was going into, but I think that's also a blessing because it was just going in and accepting whatever's happening. And I went there and I met with Dean and I think within probably a month, a few sessions with him, I noticed a huge difference. Um, and it didn't fix, I was having esophagus problems, so it didn't fix my esophagus. Right. Mm -hmm. But what it did help was the anxiety around it, the fear around it. Um, you know, cause a health issue like that creates a lot of other issues Mm -hmm. and realize that I can stand in my power and what I can do and how I can live my life with this health issue going on. That's amazing. Just, I mean, the, the having to, to deal with any sort of those things can be so compounded by Mm -hmm. just what's in your brain yeah. like and it, you you don't realize how much of a block that can be unless unless you have that self-realization that maybe you can't get to through just normal means at that point yeah and i don't even want like normal means but like you know what i mean, I mean it feels yeah. weird because i don't want to like i want kind of like normalize these things because <laughs> it's all about the aspect of again like i was saying the whole being mm-hmm. i think people get stuck in a cycle too right yeah when things are negative you start thinking yeah. negatively you yeah. get stuck in a negative cycle and sometimes it takes an outside perspective to kind of mm-hmm. make you you know kind of pluck you out of that and make yeah. you look at it from a different pers- different perspective right yeah um yeah so yeah i think what you guys are doing is really cool Thanks. Well, that's how the subconscious mind works. Once it has a pattern that fits, that 
is comfortable or oh, yeah. gets you through, mm-hmm. that's going to be the pattern yep. that you go to. Uh, just like you always go to work the same way, yep. you take the same route. That's how the subconscious mind works as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the main job of the subconscious mind, working, of course, together with the conscious mind, because it's not separate and distinct, they work together, um, is to protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the subconscious mind will do some ridiculous things to mm-hmm. keep you from feeling threatened physically, mentally, or emotionally. Yeah. So... Uh, I had a client who, when I first met him, he couldn't leave his room. And he saw me through Zoom or through, uh, you know, uh, online. Saw me online. And uh, we did our first couple sessions online. And we were trying to discover where this fear came from. Because this guy had had a job that he really liked, but he lost the job. Because of this anxiety, because Mm. he felt like he couldn't talk to people. He was, wasn't comfortable in his own skin. You know, like people were watching how he walked and how he talked. And he was just so uncomfortable that he left the job and moved back in with mom and dad. And so that's where he was when I first connected with him. So we started talking about where did this feeling come from? This is another person who did have some trauma in their life, but when we got to where that feeling started. Uh, I'm on a school, I'm in a school play and it's elementary school and I'm on stage and I made a mistake and all the kids are laughing at me and I'm so embarrassed. I'm so ashamed. And that was where that feeling started. And then he, you know, kids teased him for the rest of the year, I guess. And then summertime came and, Everybody forgot about it. He forgot about it, put it in the back of his mind, moved on, finished middle school, high school, college, got his job. But part of his job was to give a talk in front of a group of people. And as soon as he stepped into that place, subconscious mind says, "Uh oh, this sounds familiar. I know what I know what to do here. Let's just shut everything down. Yeah. Damn. And I mean, that's like even something like you can like I was just even thinking in the terms of how how interesting the the like technology today has been on um the psyche as well mm. like cuz you're just thinking like oh you've re- repressed that memory of being embarrassed what about the kids mm. now who maybe that embarrassing moment is on video yeah. out there and on someone's youtube mm-hmm. so you don't even get that even chance to <laughs> to yeah. even have it down and be I know, repressed it's, there forever. <laughs> it's just right. there forever for everyone so i mean I feel that that's even something in the terms that you have to come to terms with. Mm. And just that sort of thing might be another obstacle. Oh, I was going to say, Justin, we call that a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, exactly. Podcasts are eternal, man. It's like, it's one of those things where I constantly think about the weird stuff that we do. And then I hear my mother-in-law, she's like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, please don't listen to number (laughs) this one and this one and this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, so it's just like those sort of things where that, like people don't even realize that that is something that can utterly affect you. Right. And so um, the the goal, because, of course, we can't change the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. We wish we could change the past, but we can't change the past. But what we can do is get a different perspective on the experiences we have so that ultimately each experience becomes a stepping stone that gets us to be the person that we are in this moment mm-hmm. right now. And in this moment right now, 
I'm okay with the person I am. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better every day. Yeah. But in this moment right now, I'm getting better. I'm good. And that experience from the past is just a stepping stone that got me to where I am now. So ultimately, I'm grateful. And personally, myself, I had a lot of really terrible things happen to me, especially when I was much younger. Um, as I look back on my life now, because I'm pretty old now, uh, <laughs> as I look back on my life, I do feel grateful for the bad experiences as well as good experiences, because in the work I do now, all that stuff has context Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't have had otherwise. You know, if you take this work that I do away, just a bunch of shitty things that happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But here I don't always talk with my clients about my own experiences, but sometimes people feel more comfortable knowing that they're talking to somebody who isn't kind of examining them from a distance, but who has had, experiences like this themselves. And I think that that informs a lot of what I do and helps me uh, get the results I do get for people. I just had a thought about that too, because it seems that um, a lot of people are looking for a guide, but you're actually kind of helping them build the map. Like Mm -hmm. you're not, they, it's not, it's not that they don't know where to go. They might be going to the wrong place and you guys are able to kind of help unlock that amazing i love that like from from any of you like a favorite like i I guess just that 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 favorite aspect of being able to do this for other people as well and you can find out more information go to summithypnosisnw.com it's in all of our links and we've had dean on a couple of times you can search up and find all the older podcasts as well um but that 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 favorite aspect of being able to help people i guess um for you guys one thing favorite thing about it is I know that people have the answer, like they have their own answer inside of them. Um, but I realize that with everybody I work with, I'm learning something as well. That's a good spot. Yeah. Which, which is actually quite interesting. Um, as they're learning and growing, like I'm doing the same and it's a forever, you know, learning process, which I really enjoy. And then knowing that a lot of people don't come here it's not they're usually their first stop on the block, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, usually a lot of times they've tried a lot of other things or maybe all other things. And they're like, here I am. Please help me. And I was that's where I was at, too, when I came here and realizing, like, yes, there is another way. There is still hope. And showing that to them, having them you've, realize that. You've been through it so much that you have your whole script prepared yeah. for the info dump. When they're like, so how are you doing? And you're just like, yes, here's exactly all of what the things are. And just having it all ready for it at that point. Yeah. And you thinking, again, thinking you know exactly where it's going to go or where it's been. Mm-hmm. And then now with this, having it unlocked. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, again, I think it goes back to empowering people mm-hmm. and seeing the look on people's faces after they come for a few sessions and I ask them, how are they doing? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, I didn't reach for that bag of chips that I used, used to want to eat the whole thing. Like now I'm more conscious and aware yeah. of my eating habits. And again, it all goes back to childhood and like what things happened to people, you know, back then and just seeing the lightness in people, you know, how they're unpacking all this crap that they've been stuffed down, you know, deeply over time and that they don't need to identify mm-hmm. with those old negative self-limiting beliefs anymore. And I, that to me is the most gratifying thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, my family, I've had a lot of anxiety in my family and I lost my mom four years ago to alcoholism oh, okay. and she sorry, dealt yeah. with a lot of anxiety and I wish she had tried hypnosis, honestly, back then, because I feel like it would have helped her a lot. 
you know, unpack a lot of that stuff. But I definitely think hypnosis can help all people and it helps people empower them to make those decisions. They know what to do. It's just Mm -hmm. we're helping them get there more easily. Mm -hmm. I love that. Scott, what's up, man? How you doing, dude? I'm good. I, I love this stuff. Like yeah. I, I used to. Uh, well, you know, I used to own a, a float center, and um, I was a big, a big reader of uh, NLP stuff in the in the, in the past. So, um, I, I I think what you guys are doing is really neat. I think helping people like um, sort out their thoughts is is very very important, right? Um, so yeah, I dig it. I think one of the most interesting things about it is so the type of hypnosis we practice because there's two types really. Uh, there's direct suggestion, which mm-hmm. is hypnotize somebody and you say, you will not eat that bag of chips. You will not eat that bag of chips and so on and so forth. Suggestions directly relating to what's going on. Yeah. What we do is called insight based. So mm-hmm. that means that you have the answer inside you. It's our job, our goal to guide you to the place where you have that kind of aha moment for yourself. When you get to that place yourself, it's permanent. It's powerful. Because it didn't come from anybody else. So that when you leave, you're never, oh my gosh, I've got to run back to Summit to see Jasmine or Kelly or Dean. Mm -hmm. um, Because you resolved it for yourself. So you're kind of your own hero in that story. That's pretty amazing too. And again, with like you're talking about inducting like the Mm self-hypnosis, it's like something you can help you know, um, explore yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. or if you want more of that guidance, you can come back and talk with uh, any yeah. of you guys as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All hypnosis is self hypnosis. Yeah. Um, we go in and out of hypnosis on the way to sleep and on the way yeah. back out of sleep, shower thoughts. That's another place. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, it's things where yeah. it's just muscle memory, right? We all got this routine that we go through and it's just, you know, we're just doing it like driving a car. Yeah. Um, there's something about that that induces a hypnotic state. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it is when you're reading a book, you know, and you're using your imagination. Well, imagination is your subconscious mind mm-hmm. as well. So we really kind of toggle back and forth between light trance states and slightly heavier states all the time. We just don't even realize. In fact, I have people, clients, who um, they don't realize that they were hypnotized because it didn't feel like they were floating around the room or having an out of body experience. (laughs) And, you know, some people might have that, but for other people, they might just feel like they're sitting there with their eyes closed, listening to me talk. Mm -hmm. Um, but they still get results. And that's the thing about it. That's really cool. Um, because it's, it's always just as natural a part of you as breathing, uh, as dreaming, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's like learning a skill, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a muscle. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of of learning different movement things, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, right? Um, just learning how to do different things, not not necessarily being like not like a martial arts guy or anything like that. But I, I do like to learn how to do new things. You can um, you can throw a kick. I can't throw <laughs> a kick. I can do front kick for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's the same thing. What you're what you're teaching is a mental skill. Yes. Like when these things happen, like this needs to kick in muscle memory, right? Versus, um, at first you have to consciously do these things. You have Mm -hmm. to make yourself do these things. Um, But eventually it's going to take over and, and just happen. Right. 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 And so the way that I like to teach people, uh, to do self hypnosis is really easy because you don't have to sit down and make yourself do anything. You can't make yourself go into hypnosis. If you do that, you're setting an unnatural obstacle in your own way. 
But what I do is on the first session, uh, I have people deeply hypnotized. And then I teach them something about how much power and control they really have with their mind. Because most of us don't really think about our minds that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Once they've absorbed that lesson, and I know they've absorbed that lesson, I just have them rub their fingers together. And the post-hypnotic suggestion is whenever you rub your fingers together, you'll find yourself on this spectrum of hypnosis naturally, um, whatever's safe at the moment. So you can rub your fingers together when you're driving the car. You're not going to close your eyes and and, and drift into another lane. Um, No, but you're going to feel in your body a sense of calm. Mind becomes a little more clear and I'm a little more focused. Uh, That's good. Yeah. We do our best work when our bodies are relaxed, our yeah. minds are clear. Absolutely. Yeah. But you induce that for yourself by rubbing your fingers mm-hmm. together. Now, mm-hmm. the more you rub your fingers together, just like Pavlov and his dog, you know, that mm-hmm. story, you'd mm-hmm. give the dog, if you ring a bell, give the dog a piece of meat, ring the bell, give the dog a piece of meat. Ultimately, the dog would hear the bell and act as if he had this piece of meat. Not really fair for the dog, but uh, <laughs> our, our minds work the same way. So I noticed that anxious feeling. I rub my finger together, I become calm. Ooh, there's that feeling again. Oh, rub my fingers together. It's a trigger. Calm. It's yep. a trigger, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the more you use that, and you know, honestly, some of the people I see, they might use that 500 times over the first day or two because they're that accustomed to feeling anxious. Yeah. But noticing, oh, there it is. Yeah. You can only do that when it's not there, right? So yeah. being able to bring yourself to that place Speaking it's of Pavlov spells. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly <laughs> the spells going. That's probably the ghost. So I'm just going to stay right here. Our guests have arrived. <laughs> yeah, we our guests are already here. They've been here for a while. We don't have any more guests. That's going to be weird. Um, yeah, we are recording. There it is again. Uh, at the old uh, Union Club, if you guys didn't know, um, created, built in 1888. And they've been so gracious because now it's a co-working space that we can come in every once in a while and do some uh, podcasting here and fantastic place. But also, I don't I don't know if they like me saying it so much, but I love saying it. It's haunted. It's <laughs> absolutely haunted. So I'm hoping those are actually people ringing the bells. <laughs> I, like I just that. love putting it out there with all of that. You're supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me. I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. you want to yeah. make this hard? Let's okay. do yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right, all right, Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make 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 a noise. Bang bang that bang that against the. Hey Scott, be careful! You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City fifteen to get fifteen percent off. <laughs> Couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh, we need to put that in," but I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. <laughs> I, I seriously like love the fact that you're able to find like you're able to help people, but you're finding more about yourselves as well as you're going mm-hmm. along with this. And it's it's one of those things that it's 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 an ever evolving um, um, aspect of your life as well when you're going on with all of that. 
Was it just a rando? No, well, no. It was oh. roses. <laughs> Somebody got flowers oh. delivered here, so like big white and yellow roses out front. Wow. Mm. That was for you, Scott. You're my valentine. No, I told my, my wife is in there, and I told him they were for her. I just pulled the card off. Oh, that's <laughs> that works perfectly. You never know what you're going to find out here. That's hilarious. That is totally random. I was like, all right, then. Well, you can check them out at unionclubtacoma.com. <laughs> you also have events and stuff down here as well. Um, you, Dean, um, you guys also have you have a a thing going on towards the end of March, March twenty sixth, Saturday, mm-hmm. and you are going to be doing a group sessions for anxiety. Group sessions for anxiety, and um, what that is is an opportunity. So, I've never had a client who has trauma and doesn't have anxiety, although I have had clients who have anxiety without major trauma. Oh, they're just, so I oh, realized man. early on that you've, you've got to help control the anxiety mm-hmm. that before you can do anything else. So my first session I've been perfecting for three years, uh, and it's all about tools and techniques to help control anxiety and, uh, And then, of course, the hypnosis with the finger rub. So you're Mm -hmm. bringing yourself into a state where you're very calm. You're going to need to practice when you leave. Uh, Practice is the mother of learning. So you can't expect that you come in and you do one session and everything is going to be rainbows and roses, right? But it's a chance for you to see if it's something that is going to be... Uh, something you want to explore mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. and yeah. you're still coming away with something as yeah. well. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. There's techniques that I use. Uh, they've, I've had success hundreds and hundreds of times. It seems like within this uh, group of techniques, as well as the self hypnosis, there's something that everybody can use. So whether it's acute anxiety, well, plug in this particular technique. Mm-hmm. If it's that sort of low gurgling behind the scenes, anxiety, do this. Um, Bring yourself to a place of calm by using that finger rub. The, the thing that's so beautiful about that is the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Yeah. So uh, starting as soon as that session is over, start, start using that. And I have clients who've been doing that for years. And what they notice is they come to a situation where they know they would have felt anxious. Mm-hmm. And they suddenly just kind of it steps down and they feel calm. Well, that's because the finger rub is sort of like a training wheels, yeah. right? Yeah. You need that at the beginning, but at a certain point, you just notice anxious on a subconscious level and become calm. So it's really cool. Yeah, really, really yeah, cool, really powerful. And so I'm doing these sessions on Zoom, uh, so they'll be available to more people. Um, the um, the ticket price is going to be $95, so that's mm-hmm. a big step down from what my uh, one-on-one in-office costs are. And uh, I'm leaving a couple of seats for free that we'll um, give away by lottery for frontline workers. So that's everybody nice. from okay. first responders to grocery store people, Uber drivers, delivery people, teachers, um, because I know how powerful this can be. And I want people – you know, the more people who experience – and have positive experiences with hypnosis, the sooner we're going to kind of raise it up out of this, you know, stirring the teacup for some nefarious yeah. purpose. Yeah. Or carnival tricks. Uh, carnival yeah, exactly. tricks. Yeah. Uh, you know, stage shows. Just, yeah, like a Vegas show or thing. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, because it's really the way I like to think about it is self-hypnosis is a powerful wellness practice. Mm-hmm. And to think about it that way and to use it that way to keep yourself feeling better than you would without it is where a lot of the power comes in. 
And it's the same. I mean, like meditation has been a thing. Mm. This is another aspect of that. If you look at it that way, Mm. like it should be normalized at that same level because you're still it's the same inner reflection thing that you're doing there. Like, I feel like with all of that, it's like about like just learning more about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest part about all of this. And if it works for you, it's like you you won't know until you try it out. It came with me with floating. Like that was one of those things where it was just like, okay, well, We've got it here. There's a deal. Let's okay. I'll try it out. And mm-hmm. then I've found. I mean, I've been using it for almost a year now at this point, and very frequent when I'm going into them because it's one of those places where I can, I can just kind of shut out. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where it's nice to not have to even have the urge to look at a phone it's or like, like do uh, any of these million distractions. Some of it being just my brain. Like that's the one place where it and it takes a lot of work, but where I can turn my brain off. Floating always reminds me. I always like to describe it as forced meditation mm. because, like, you're, you're in. The, what else are you gonna do? You you're stuck in there, right? Yeah. But to, even to that aspect, I'm going in there to shut off my brain, yeah. not really access it. Where med- uh, uh, hypnosis is more of accessing it, even at some sort of at whatever level mm. you want to get at to it. Yep. It's it's more than. Just like what I was saying with floating. Do you right. ever, I'm just curious, I know you work with trauma and anxious people a lot, but have you um, thought about working with um, athletes? I know like um, um, a lot of athletes are getting therapy sessions, you mm-hmm. know, um, to help oh, yeah. them deal with, you know, the stress of being an athlete, you know, sure. and um, having an anchor or some way to put yourself in a mental state, I think would be would be awesome for a lot of these guys. Yeah, well, these I, people, I, I do say. work with athletes and um you know, the thing that happens with athletes so many times is they're having a great game. They're doing everything just right. Mm-hmm. And they realize, hey, I'm in the zone. <laughs> and then as soon as they realize they're in the zone, You're out. they're out of yeah, the zone. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. the zone is a hypnotic, the hypnotic state. Yeah. That's just yeah. the place where you're in a flow. You know, when I'm sitting down and I'm working with my clients, I'm in a hypnotic state because I want nothing more than to be absolutely in the flow. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny. Uh, I see so many people for consultations. Of course, I'm in my flow zone. Um, <laughs> and everything that they're saying to me is going into my subconscious mind. And then they leave. And I completely forget about those people. It sounds terrible. But then mm-hmm. if they come back and see me again, though, in that moment, I remember, oh, yeah, so you're, you're married. You've got this. This is, this is your one lady. I, I said, oh, your dog is named this, right? And she <laughs> said, oh, my God. How did you know that? <laughs> well, you mentioned it the last time we sat together, but that was two weeks ago. And I re- it surprises me how am I able to yeah. know, remember all of this stuff? And uh, along with that, how am I able to completely forget all of this stuff <laughs> to the fact where I can see I can see the name on, the, on a piece of paper and I, this person's coming for their first session. Who the heck is that? I don't remember a thing about them. And it That's takes a funny. minute. They can come in and it's literally like a blank slate in my mind. And then they start talking and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then, then we're rolling and I remember stuff and um, – that's, that's so funny because thing. like your flow zone is kind of like the intake. My <laughs> flow zone turns out to be like the outtake. Mm. And it's uh, a lot of the times like seriously with the podcast and I start hitting, I'll hit like I'll just start monologuing and then I'll look at everyone and I'll start <laughs> ah, kind of so be true. floating above what I'm still talking, but I'm floating above <laughs> watching everyone's reactions. And then I'm like, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And boom, it's gone. And so I've done that a couple of times on this, uh, on this very podcast. Um, just, uh, 
That's the build up, I think, for me. I, I just to go into inside stuff, but like we 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 plan and we schedule the podcast for like a week at a time mm-hmm. or something. So by the time it gets here, a lot of times I'm like, it's all I've been thinking about. I'm yeah. so excited to do it, and so yeah, I, I kind of get the same way. I don't float above myself. That's cool. Yeah, well, no, no, it's, no, it's not. Not when you're like not ready for it, and you realize you're like, I, are these people still interested in what I'm talking about? I don't even now know what I'm talking about, and then it's gone. Well, that's right. where we get into our head, right? That's our, oh, yeah. That's yep. our like our criticalness in our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting in that, it's like, that's what we're trying to get out of. Yeah. And that's what hypnosis helps with, mm-hmm. is getting out of that critical part of our mind. Yeah. And I mean, you're like, you're talking about if, if you're interested in this, you can hit up the Zoom right there. You do sessions via Zoom. Yes. If you're more comfortable doing like one-on-ones in person, you can do that as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Downtown Tacoma area, uh, right off of uh, St. Helens Avenue. Yes. So you can check all of it out there. Do it in person. Do it via Zoom. Just yeah. you can just even get just a contact and do some. Have there's questions about it on the website as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of different things uh, to go about with that. Now, Dean, you mentioned that you wanted to at the end of this podcast um, do an uh, is is it correctly an induction? In it, well, so this would be a very light induction. Okay, and uh, it's just so we spend a lot of time talking to people about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and trying to explain what hypnosis is, uh, what it isn't. So I always do a little bit of hypnosis with people on the first uh, consultation Mm -hmm. because it's kind of that picture's worth a thousand words thing. And you could talk around it sometimes, especially because I see lots of anxious people. Uh, I noticed before I started doing that, that, um, they would be so anxious that they weren't going to do it right when they came in Mm -hmm. that that was just another barrier for me to get where we needed to be. So uh, I designed this little induction, very, very light hypnosis so that people can maybe experience this for themselves and also have a little bit of an understanding about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and what it's like. So um, very important if you're driving a car, don't do this part. Pause. Uh, pause. Uh, if you're operating heavy machinery, this isn't the time. If you're juggling teacups, do something else. On a tightrope, turn which, it off. Which which is our which one of our listeners is the one who uh, does uh, all the work while he's a uh, Oh. Is it it's not C note. No, I think it, it is C note. Is it C note? C note. Yeah. C note. I know you're listening right now. Maybe stop listening for right now if you're working. <laughs> I'm all Eric's doing something athletic. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric's the one running the stadium steps. Yeah. So, yeah, so C note, uh, just hold on a second, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're somewhere where you're safe and secure, where you're able to relax, you can just close your eyes on down and take a nice deep breath. Are we doing it? Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah definitely do. It helps. <laughs> so, this is a perfectly natural experience. You do this all the time without even realizing it. All we're doing is just directing. Your awareness, all you'll need to do is follow along with the sound of my voice and let yourself go. And if you can follow along with the sound of my voice and let yourself go, there's nothing in the world that'll keep you from having a very relaxing, enjoyable experience. Now, allow yourself to be as absolutely comfortable wherever you're sitting, wherever you are. If you're lying down in a chair, notice that it's possible to become just a bit more comfortable than you are right now. And as you become a bit more comfortable, you'll naturally begin to relax just a little bit more. 
And as you relax a little bit more, you naturally become a bit more comfortable. Bring your awareness now to the top of your head. And just send one huge wave of relaxation from the very top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes, just like a warm wave. And take another deep breath. And send one more wave of relaxation from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. One more deep breath. One more wave now. And as you focus on the sound of my voice, I'd like you to imagine or think about the color blue. Just bringing that color into your mind's eye or thinking about it now. That color blue. And as you're seeing that color blue now, allow yourself to imagine a triangle of white in the middle of that field of blue. You imagine it, and you see it, and there it is. Now, let it be as if that blue could be water, and you imagine water, and yourself on the water, or maybe even drifting or gliding above the water. This is your experience. You do it however you want to do it. And that white triangle becomes an iceberg, glittering and shimmering in the distance. And let it be as if you could glide right up to that iceberg now, noticing the hard, sculpted edges of the iceberg as it emerges from the water, the jewel-like quality of the snow as it glistens and gleams, the crispness of the iceberg. Now allow it to be as if you could hover above that iceberg, looking down on the iceberg. And as you look down on the iceberg, you'll notice that everything we've been looking at is only a small fraction of the enormity of that block of ice. And as you look into the water, you can notice that the whiteness disappears, becoming dim and distant in the darkness of the water. Well, the part of the iceberg that's above the water, that is the conscious part of the mind. That's what it's like, the part you can see, the part you're aware of. The subconscious mind is the part that's dim and distant, the part that we're not really even aware of, the autonomic nervous system blood flow, your heartbeat, your emotions, that anxiety that you might feel sometimes, all of that comes from the subconscious part of the mind, that deepness within each and every one of us. And now you're using that subconscious mind even in this moment because as you sit comfortably letting yourself relax a little bit more now you're using your subconscious mind because the color blue only exists in your subconscious mind when your eyes are closed the ideas of triangle of white of ice of water all of those things only exist in that wonderful data bank of the subconscious mind. And so you naturally have to go into a light 
hypnotic state just to imagine those things, to see those things. And as you've done that, your body has become quite relaxed, your mind more clear and a bit more focused. That is really it. That is what hypnosis is like. That's the experience. And I want you to know that everything that you're experiencing right now came from within you yourself. I appreciate you allowing me to guide you through this little exercise, this experience. But my friend, this is what this experience is all about. Completely natural, unique to you, but as familiar as the sound of your own voice. And everything and anything you gain from this little exercise that we do together belongs to you. And because it belongs to you, there's nothing, no person, no place, no thing, no thought, no memory, no suggestion from the past, in the present, or even in the future that can touch or affect your ability to be in control. Because today you opened a doorway to your subconscious mind, found the keys to open that part of you that is calm, relaxed, and in control. One more nice deep breath now. And I'll count from one to three when I get to the number three. Open your eyes up, coming back to the day, looking forward to what's ahead and noticing that you can hold that feeling with you for the rest of the day or much longer if you wish. It does belong to you after all. One, bringing with you everything from this little experience today right through to your waking life. Two, noticing that wonderful sense of calm that you created. Good job. And three, opening your eyes up, coming back to the room. Wow. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm going to cool. probably listen to that <laughs> <Yeah>. multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right? you know. <laughs> well, I hope that people will, and yeah. I hope that they'll be able to use that. Um, no, that was amazing. Just being a, able to yeah. go into that. That's kind of, yeah. I mean, it speaks for itself. I, I mean, and that's a I'm very, kind of speechless to be It's honest. a very, very light <laughs> hypnosis. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about it that's so powerful is we do this all the time. We just don't know that we do it. Yeah. And because we don't know that we can do it, we don't really use it like we could. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big part of the teaching that we do. You're talking about tools and having access to those. It's just one of many tools you can have. Mm -hmm. And why not, you know, have all of these different ways yeah. to be able to help yourselves. Mm -hmm. Like it's all about self-improvement. Yeah. It's like what you need to do, especially nowadays, like during this pandemic. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, sometimes you can't go out and sometimes it kind of will help to just be able to process that and get past it beyond just the subconscious level where it could be stuck and you don't even know. Right. Right. Dean Kelly, Jasmine, thank you guys so much for being on with us. Again, people can find out more information by going to summithypnosisnw.com. Um, they can contact you. There's the phone number there. You can get more information about how that is all going. Seriously, thank yep. you so much. Again, this was super cool. I thank really like it. Thank you guys so much. Group sessions for anxiety, March 26th. That's a Saturday via Zoom. Tickets on Eventbrite. Tickets are on Eventbrite. You can will be. Yeah. We'll be on those as well. So you can check out check out the social media, check out the website, and all of that. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Again, you can find us at GritCityPodcast.com, where you can find all of the links for everything, including the Patreon, our Discord, so you can uh, get uh, hypnotized in a warehouse. He was in the warehouse. He wasn't driving, so props to C-Note. He was safe safe on that one. So uh, seriously, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.